0: Hi, this is Scott with the Android Guys Podcast, I'm sitting here with Luke. Hey.
1: Hey, Luke. What's going on, man?
0: Oh, uh, let's see. Football season's underway. It is. As a... Uh, now, I've got two teams that I'm big on, and you know this. Same. Yeah. Hey, same. Uh, obviously, the Browns. Yep. Life-long. Go Browns. Go Browns. And then I'm also a... Uh, as long as I can remember watching football, I've been a Packers fan. Yeah, so. I don't want to
1: talk about that part. Hey, because you
0: want to talk about
1: my my number the two is the Falcons. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we. Uh,
0: How are you guys doing this year?
1: Hey, you know what? We won a game that we weren't supposed to win because we're not supposed to win any games this year.
0: You were? Were they predicting a winless season? No. Okay. Might as well. They are not good this year. Okay.
1: But they won. They won last week, and uh, I was. As surprised as everybody. Andre Ryzen have a big game. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You know what, Matt? Listen, it's more, I got into that team um, after being sick of being a Browns fan and Mm -hmm. just constantly uh, rooting for the losers. I was like, you know what? I want another team, somebody that might be good. And I'd always liked the Falcons. I think back from, like, vic days yeah because he was just so fun to watch uh personal life aside uh but i went went to them and they had a really fun team they had Mm -hmm. um uh matt ryan matty ice he's Mm -hmm. just he's he can be clutch when he needs to be clutch and then at that time they still had tony gonzalez which is arguably one of the greatest tight ends in football
0: i forgot about that
1: yeah and uh and then Julio Jones, mm-hmm. who's no longer on on the Falcons. He's now a Texan, I think. Um, but they have a good team. They have some guys that, you know, really uh, – some really good – then their defense is always decent. Uh, but they just – they have so many different problems, of just not quite there in the last two seasons. I mean, they made it to the Super Bowl, like, what, three years ago? And – Four years ago? No, it's longer than that.
0: Gosh. We have to Yeah. It's when we so much start much looking at time, yeah, yeah. You gotta take two off the table right away because of the pandemic. Right, right. right, like, right, right whatever right. it is, add yeah, two.
1: It's forever. But anyways, it was it was the Super Bowl with uh the great comeback from uh the Pats and Tom Brady being Tom Brady. Um but yeah, they're not good right now. And so I feel like it's weird because I'm rooting for a team that's not good and also rooting for the Browns who are good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it feels like everything is flip-flopped in my world.
0: Yep. Uh, February
1: 2017. That's that's it. Yeah, so Two, five three. years ago, four years. <laughs> 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 Math is hard. Yeah.
0: That's going to be about three and a half, loops. Yeah, 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 yeah. So don't yeah. – That was
1: – what a game. That was a crazy game.
0: I was a fan of the Falcons that night. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm a uh, – yeah, I was not a fan of the Patriots. No, and well, no. I think some of that is rooted in this Belichick. Yeah, he's the greatest mastermind coach. Yeah, he, he can. He sees things coming, and everything he does is playing six moves ahead. Like, yeah, why didn't we get any of that when yeah. he was in Cleveland? I know, right? Yeah, so that's. I've always had a you know problem with that, and sure. then just the fact that they continue to just win and win and win, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, not, mm yep. So, yeah, as a Browns fan my whole life, and then I was also, the first game I ever went to was a Browns and Packers game. All right. So it was formative, it stuck yeah, with me, sure. and as a kid, you're like, well, the Browns are obviously, but I'm going to keep an eye on the, these Packers, yeah. so... It wasn't long after that we had Brett Favre. Yeah, and then it's been a fun ride. Yeah, you know, for about twenty years. Yeah, Rodgers is great, man. Yeah, so
1: I'm a big fan of Aaron Rodgers. I like him. Yeah,
0: this Christmas. Yeah, December twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. I have a Sophie's Choice. Mm. The Browns play the Packers on Christmas, mm-hmm. so I have to figure out. How I'm gonna cheer for that one? Yeah, it's gonna, the whole. I just hope they have a good game. No I matter want you to win. I
1: want you to. I want to see you in like a two face costume, with like <laughs> half Browns fan, half Packers fan. Yeah,
0: I'm, you're not gonna get that. Like a
1: half cheese head hat.
0: You're not gonna get that. All right. Um, well, there's still time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't be swayed <laughs> that easily. Uh, yes, that that'll be interesting because I I know. That's coming, but there are going to be people that when they realize that the game is starting to be advertised, oh, Scott, what are you going to do? Yeah, are yeah. You going to, what? And then there are people who predict that could be a Super Bowl game, too. Mm. Somebody had a preseason pick of the Packers over the Browns in the Super Bowl.
1: Interesting.
0: So... Yeah, you do that. I just hope both teams play well and they don't have penalties and stupid stuff. And yeah, just
1: a good game, right? Yeah, that's what you always want to see. I think that's, and we kind of talked about that a little bit earlier today. Is just being a fan of football, you just like seeing a good game mm-hmm. where it's just playing, not not bad mistakes, not bad calls, just good old football, right? Um, so yeah, that would be a that would be
0: a fun game to watch. Yeah. In theory, I mean, if both teams continue to do mm-hmm. what they're expected, you know, get to the end of the season, and now you're looking at playoff implications and right. maybe home field advantage somewhere. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So. Exciting times. Weird to say that as <laughs> yeah, a Browns <right>? fan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it It is really weird. Like, my wife has always been kind of like... After the game, it's like, hey, the Browns won. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> or, hey, uh, the Browns got beat. Oh, shocker. <laughs> you know, it's like, babe, I don't.
1: I love you, but right now I don't like you.
0: Yeah. I. You don't get to get excited if the Browns win the Super Bowl. Yeah, name a player. Yeah. It, that's the thing is it It just, it will taste so much sweet. Well, we know that as Cavs fans. Right. How hard it is to mm-hmm. be there year after year, not get there. Yeah. But then when you win it, even if it's just one time, it just mm. feels so good. So good. So I need that. Yeah. I mean, it's been a few years. I need it again. Yep. So hopefully the Browns do it, but not at the expense of the Packers.
1: Well, I mean, if if they do it, it will be at the expense of at least the Packers.
0: If somebody else takes the Packers out first. Sure. We'll
1: That's okay. So look, you're, hoping, you're starting to depress me. <laughs> you're hoping for Packers all the way, but yeah. if Browns all the way, Packers need beat before the big game.
0: And right, but then there's also the whole thing of like, is this Rodgers' last ride with the team? Sure. And the last chance for this to have sure, you know. And then. We gotta throw in the random chance of just injuries. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, you want to talk about something else? Yeah, <laughs> this is getting me all screwed. Yeah, let's
1: talk about. Uh, let's talk about
0: New York cheesecake. No, 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 no. You got the. You're talking about the code name. Oh right, 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 right. I think our notes are all screwed up this week. No, they're not. Are you, okay.
1: No, we're talking about nougat. Nougat. Android seven.
0: Yes, this is. Uh, The deep dive kind of episode series that we do here is we go back and look at the major software releases and what goes into Android at the time, what makes the software experience so cool. Mm -hmm. And then we talk about devices of the day, typically what launched right around that time.
1: Right, with that software as its, you know, base
0: software. Yeah, and each week we do this, we we go back... Um, we don't have to go back as far. No. And uh, it still feels a little weird to to kind of do that. You know, just like you said with the Super Bowl, like, oh, when was that? But this is, this predates that. Yeah. So we're going to go back to August 22nd. Now, this is the official release of Android, but this is the first time where they kind of said, hey, in March... They put out a thing that basically said, we've got a beta program. So here's an alpha release that's available for select devices. Right. And then a few weeks later, six weeks or so, they put out a beta Mm two. And then over the course of the summer, a few more drops of updated features. Right. Ahead of the formal release. So for the sake of discussion here, we'll go with the August date. Yeah. Is that what you have? Yep. Okay. So... What we tend to do before jumping into the software side of things, we kind of get in the frame of mind of what was going on in the world.
1: Yeah, set the stage, get you in the mindset of what was August twenty second, 2016
0: like? That was my son's birthday. All right. Go on. That's all I can remember.
1: So in uh, in August... If we, so we go through pop culture, music, movies, and TV. So if, if you were listening to the radio at this time, the three uh, top songs of the time were Cheap Thrills, Sia, featuring Sean Paul. Okay. The next was One Dance. That was Drake with WizKid and Kyla. Okay. And then uh, third is This Is What You Come For, Calvin Harris, featuring Rihanna. Okay, so that, those
0: that I, that feels like a time. Yeah, as you think about it, that. doesn't
1: it, it? That one doesn't stick out to me as much as previous ones that we've talked about. Yep, um,
0: it feels like that time, but I don't feel like things were oversaturated with right. just constant bombardment. Well, now, that, again, I don't listen to the radio.
1: That's true, me either. But I don't feel like. Some of these songs that we've talked about in other releases were ones that were like, I can't get away from this song. Yep. And these ones, if I'm honest, I'm struggling to remember what any of those were.
0: Yeah. You could play them and go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Right. But when we get into movies and TV, this is this is where you go, oh. Uh, so movies, uh, movie releases around that, the remake of Ben-Hur.
0: Oh. Is yeah. That, you set me up that's for that. That's it.
1: That's the one. <laughs> Uh, War Dogs remember that movie yep and then Kubo Kubo and the Two Strings oh my goodness that Laika animated movie yep so good that movie is great those were all out at the same time yeah okay yeah Um, and then if we go to TV around there's not a lot that came out around August but in this is the these are the TV shows that were probably talked about around the water cooler maybe yeah Uh, Van Helsing on Sci-Fi premiered.
0: Dude, I forgot that that was even a show.
1: Not, not great, man. Um, but the other two, Vice Principals on HBO,
0: great stuff. Oh,
1: hilarious! And then Stranger Things on Netflix,
0: very interesting. Yeah,
1: so Stranger Things on Netflix was released uh, end of or middle of July. All right, so one month before. Yeah. So I think around this time was probably when people were like, hey, have you seen that show mm-hmm. on Netflix about the
0: the kids and uh, the monster? Yep. I remember. And I'm going to. Hi, Sean. Yeah. I'm going to shout him out here. Uh, I uh, remember watching the show and just being immediately hooked on this perfect encapsulation of like the 80s. Yeah, Just right away before Will's even riding his bike home yep. on that pilot. And I was like, oh, this is. This is it. This, yeah. This feels so accurate and so good. Absolutely. And the opening, like the synth music and yeah. the credits, were like right up to like John Carpenter and mm-hmm. Stephen King, and it's like I'm I'm in. I'm yeah. sold. That and soundtrack is so good. Still. Yeah, that's my That's my preferred soundtrack to play at Halloween when I pass out candy. Ooh yeah, I a got good a little, one. I'll take a bluetooth speaker out there yeah and then i'll throw on like uh thriller and some other monster fun stuff yeah Yeah, for kids that are coming up to the house (laughs) but um usually uh stranger things will play and then this particular speaker dances like colors and stuff oh yeah nice people see it and they're drawn to it but then it's interesting to see how many kids are like oh is that stranger things yeah yeah so man okay so we're looking at right around five years ago yeah man okay I'm in the headspace, you there? I'm there. you want to talk about nougat? Yeah, let's talk about nougat. all right, so what we typically do we talk about the things that go into the Android software right that uh, make it special mm-hmm. uh for nougat, I have um honey, sugar <laughs> um, whipped <laughs> what are you laughing at? uh are you doing the ingredients of nougat almonds, hazelnut, <laughs> walnut? Pistachio, sometimes candied fruit. Okay. Bro, I got the wrong one. <laughs> I have 900 words <laughs> on confections. Oh, my God. We got to fire the intern.
1: I'm,
0: oh, I'm just kidding. One. I have some Android stuff here. No, that was Android nougat. Yeah, let's talk about that. Okay. That one. Okay, so... Uh, this was an interesting release, yeah, it wasn't a case of being like in your face changes. Mm-hmm. It wasn't anything where you looked at it and thought, ooh, this is a, a radical departure, right. But it still felt like uh, enhancements and steps you know in the right direction of quality of life uh, getting smarter and more cohesive. And mm-hmm. I think that comes with when we talk about the phone here. Uh, in the second half of the show, but uh, they had switched over to a JIT or JIT just mm-hmm. in time uh, compiler, which improves performance. And mm-hmm. that's something that, you know, we could say pretty much every time is sure. Battery life gets better, performance gets better, uh, but this reduces uh, storage needs for apps. Yeah. And it also allows for faster updates of the software. Sure. So it kind of opens the door to, you know, you know, monthly security patches and mm-hmm. updates and just the ability to push out Android quicker right? Um, without having to do all of this, you know, jumping through hoops with, uh, here's the software, and then carriers and phone makers have to kind of decide, yes, this is approved for our network, and right. you know, we've made these changes. So, that was a big thing if you were a developer. Uh, you can write your app or game mm-hmm. to take advantage of that um, but in terms of uh, back, end stu- back end stuff the other one was uh, the Vulkan API which basically opens the door up to high end 3D graphics yeah. and makes it so that games can be much more you know, like smoke effects and particles and right. lighting and ray tracing and all these really cool things right. You know, on a phone yeah. Uh, whether that is something you take advantage of. Sure. You know, it's all user-based, but a lot of the other stuff that I have written down here is uh pretty much in the um user-facing kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh do you want to hit a couple of those? Yeah,
1: so it, there was uh an addition of VR mode with the Google Daydream. So that was uh the the I mean headset, I guess, is mm-hmm. um and I remember when that was first uh, launched. It was a, you know, that was kind of right when people were, were starting to go, oh yeah, VR is cool. Like it's not, yeah, you know, uh, it it's not this um, thing in a sci-fi show. Like it, it was starting yeah. to be more accessible, and you could see uh, the value of it. There's a lot of like interactive learning. Mm-hmm. That is VR based, which was cool. Where you could go to these places and then, you know, kind of walk around and yep. see the, uh, you know, see the little plaques of like, hey, this is what you know. You walk around
0: a virtual zoo or museum, yeah. or uh, yeah, and that was. Now that specifically comes from the seven point one release mm-hmm. of Nougat, uh, which actually comes a month or two after sure. the the release there um but that was a big one mm-hmm. because at that point it was kind of like oh i thought vr was supposed to cost thousands of dollars or hundreds of dollars right. you know and and be reserved for select few people and google took the approach of the daydream mm-hmm. and said well you can actually just use your phone yeah and put it in one of these headsets mm-hmm. and um uh, you can ex- get the same experience. Was this the same time as cardboard? Yeah, right around So, um,
1: yeah, that was cool that they, they released, you know, essentially plans for mm-hmm. making your
0: own Yeah, and they had cheap headset. Cheap cardboard units that you could get to for yeah, free. Just, yep. Um and then there were uh, at the time, uh, I'm trying to remember, 2000 15, I believe, was when the first cardboard stuff really yeah. took off. Um, because I remember they had promotional ones around The Force Awakens. Right. Yep. So that was the year before. But yep. then they said, okay, Daydream kind of puts it up to more intentional, right? professional. Um, and there were devices that were considered Daydream compatible, mm-hmm. you know, that were designed that when you put it in there... Mm-hmm it knew what to do with your screen. Right. Uh, So that was a whole interesting uh, time because I remember feeling like it was going to be uh, like 3D phones all over again. Yeah. Here's a technology that we think is worth looking into. Right. Or we think is going to be the new wave. Um, I was a little bit of trepidation because I didn't know, but I was more optimistic about that than I was 3D. Yeah, I could see myself using that more than I cared about 3D. Right. Um, and and not just, like, interacting with my phone and looking at the wallpapers and stuff that are 3D, but, like, content and games and movies. I, I didn't want to consume that on a phone. Right.
1: Well, and this kind of set the groundwork. This is just me speculating. Kind of set the groundwork for augmented reality. Yeah. Because we would see things in Daydream and go, oh, that would be cool if... I could do that on my phone, Mm -hmm. like outside of this headset.
0: Yeah, because you would see once in a while something that would pop up where an app or something that would use the camera and kind of capture what's going on in the real world and then present it in a way that you were looking at it on your screen. But if you had it up to your eyes, you know, and that's, that's where resolution on screens start to get important. Yep. You know, if you're talking about a 720p Mm -hmm. versus something that's, you know, 1080 and 1440, that's when you really start to see those pixels. Right. Um, So, yeah, VR mode was uh, around for a couple of years, Mm -hmm. but then it just kind of slowly, quietly dissipated and, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't really even talk about it. Um, Hit me with another feature.
1: Uh, So there were, it improved Doze. So Mm -hmm. you no longer um, required the phone to be still.
0: Right. Because Doze was introduced with Marshmallow. Yeah. But a lot of that was contingent upon, you know, putting your phone down for the night. Right. So it's on the nightstand and it's stationary. It's not moving. It knows I'm not being used. Right. Where this one, uh, the updates to it pretty much started the second you threw it in your pocket. Right. So if you were done. It starts to learn. Like uh, you're not going to use this for a while, right? Or you haven't touched this. Let's go ahead and put it. You know, put this in hibernation or whatever. Right. Yeah.
1: It almost went off of a uh, just a timer instead of using the gyroscopes or anything mm-hmm. to sense.
0: Yeah, and that's you know we had talked about how on different shows about how some of our phones now will present apps and shortcuts to things that yeah. are, Hey, we think you're going to use this. Mm-hmm. So your, our phones know us better than we think they do. Mm-hmm. And it knows that you're likely to pull up your banking app on Friday morning. Right. So it puts the icon on that row right. or it knows you tend to pull out and play Pokemon go all the, you know, all day. So that's always there mm-hmm. or your calculator at certain times. So right. if it knows that, then it knows you're likely not to open this again. Right. So it can, you know, doze or set uh, apps to sleep.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it revamped the notifications. So um, they were wider. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also had actionable, um, like you could reply.
0: Yeah. And that's been a slowly evolving thing, mm-hmm. even till today, uh, with how much they let you see in notifications and how much you opt to let, show up on a lock screen. And, yep. um, but it was nice to do that. I know also with notifications, they kind of grouped them yeah. based off of the app. So you wouldn't have four different Hangouts messages, but right. it might say Hangouts.
1: Yeah, it would show one, and then if you got another and another, it would just group them together, yeah. and then you could tree it down to see each yeah. one individually.
0: Which, I mean was good because even today, after having all of those things mm-hmm. uh, implemented, you still start to see, you know, if you pick your phone up after lunch, you realize, wow, I've got all of these things, all these games that I have on my phone, all telling me to come back and play.
1: Right. Games, emails, Miss- spam emails, text calls. messages, missed calls. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So had they not done something like this, who knows what our yeah, notifications. you just have a
1: huge long list and it was really hard to go through that.
0: And along those lines, they gave us the first time, I believe, the clear all. Yes. So that you could go in there and actually get a true Mm -hmm. clear all this stuff out. I'm I'm okay. I'll I'll catch up on everything else later. Um,
1: The other one that I see here that I didn't really use much, I'm interested to see how you used it, is split screen mode.
0: Same. Very rarely. Yeah. More of a proof of concept Uh to show people. Because whenever a new version of Android comes out, people tend to ask me, "What's the difference? Why mm-hmm. do I care? What sure. should I look for?" And in some cases, it's not as overt. Right. So I would have you know to describe it or show somebody. And this is one where I'd say, "Hey, if you want to open up Maps and continue to chat with somebody, you can do that." Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. A, I'm not much of a split screen user. Yeah. I'm a back and forth, which yeah, I'm I multitasking. Think, and I think this was the first time also where we could uh, double-tap the recent apps, mm-hmm. and it would basically take you back to the app you were just on. Yeah. So you can kind of, like, do most recent, kind of right. like uh, last channel on the TV remote. Right. Um, yeah, split-screen's never been a thing for me. Um, once in a while, if I am I have to have a conversation going and maybe um, – need to pull up something in my email to reference sure you know but for me i'm not uh, it's not my thing yeah
1: if if you're listening and you use it i i'm interested to see you know how you would use that or or why you use that so if if you do just you know send us a message on on twitter or yeah. uh you can email us at uh what is it
0: Podcast at androidguys.com.
1: Podcast at androidguys.com. Yep. Um, Let's see. Other settings here. uh, File-based encryption, not system-wide.
0: That's a pretty big deal. It is. If if security is your thing Mm -hmm. and you care or you are concerned that, you know, if somebody can get into my phone and they can get into certain files or whatever, I can rest easier knowing that the files are encrypted and not right. just the phone like right. if you bypass the phone's encryption now you can get into whatever you want but
1: right
0: here it was file based mm-hmm. which is nice um just another layer of protection
1: right
0: and and that's something that i think we start to get into kind of um uh, more of a mindfulness of what we do with our phones how we're using them um you know that starts to get into the direction of digital well-being. Right. Uh, you know, having that knowledge, you know, it, it's 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 helpful. Of how mm-hmm. often am I using my phone? What am I using my phone for? Um, I can use my phone for so much more now than I could a few years ago. So it makes sense to have these concerns of, man, if this thing falls into the wrong hands. Right. And somebody guesses my pin. Right. You know, so. Yeah. um. Yeah
1: and this is also uh, I know at least for me and you this is right around the time maybe not quite we were getting into cryptocurrency. Yeah. And you could, you know, then encrypt your your codes for your wallet and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. It makes me feel safer doing that. Right. Now having seen that type of change, right. you know, and biometric stuff, face unlock, oh, fingerprint, yeah. And not just, like, a pin.
1: Well, and that's, that. I mean, this perfect segue there, guy. Yeah. Uh, this had trusted face. So it was part of the smart lock. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was better. It was just basically uh, made it a little smarter. You didn't have to have, uh, you know, you, if you had eyeglasses on or the lighting was dark. It, it just made it so it was more, uh, the camera was way better at knowing it was you.
0: Yeah, you didn't have to uh, replicate that
1: the original picture that you yeah, set up your face on the with. lighting and mm-hmm. everything, yeah. Um, and then in uh, other than that, um, everything else was kind of uh, just some UI stuff. Mm-hmm. There was a data saver that would keep apps from running in the background, unless yeah, you're on Wi Fi.
0: As a parent, that's you know, that's a good thing, or even somebody who's working with a um. You know, a, a data allotment. Right. You know, at that time, you know, you were looking at, I'm guessing, one gigabyte, two, five gigabyte right. plans. So you're getting into these HD screens and you're doing YouTube consumption, YouTube, mobile, Netflix, and a lot of those things yep. can chew through that. So, real fast. Data Saver gives you the ability to say, you know what, I don't want these apps to kind of constantly ping or refresh. <laughs> right. Unless I'm on Wi-Fi, right? And that's something I feel like I could do better. Sure. Uh, if I, if I had to care, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. data plans yeah, are
1: different. a now. data plan. It's it's not as much of a thing. But back then, it was very much a. I'm out of. There's I'm out of my data already. What happened? Yeah. It's like there's well, four
0: of us chewing up ten gigabytes. Right. Which one of you is doing that? Yeah. Oh, Well, you know Don't what? Don't
1: update your apps unless you're at home, please.
0: Yeah. Please, uh, Snapchat,
1: Wi-Fi only, boys. Right. You know? Um, other than that, there was uh, the keyboard added, mm-hmm. uh, GIF support. So all the fun times.
0: Yeah, well, and that feels like it's been around longer than this. I know, right? You know, five years, it feels like it's kind of been. But I think some of that comes from third-party keyboards right? that would allow for that. Right. Or something you might have installed that had that, right? you know, a, a GIF app that you can export to your chat program right but yeah this puts it at a platform level through android and then the other thing we
1: have here is uh you could adjust the overall display size meaning your font and your icons and things like that
0: that's Wh- a i mean knock on wood i haven't had to do that much right other than you know like do i want for text messaging purposes sure you know do i want to set that as medium small and i i used to re- kind of default to one below the normal yeah. in terms of size, because I just want to have more on the screen. right? But uh, not as young as I used to be. Right. And uh, it, it, But it's nice that you, know, you can go two, three, four levels above where we're at now. Right. Where if you give a phone to a parent or grandparent, oh, I can't see these icons. I don't yeah. know what these are. Well, it's an easy way to say, well, here. All of your pictures and all of your fonts and everything are going to be big, right? You know, I call them Pee Wee Herman size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you can make them so that it's just kind of like very obvious, yeah, you know, and in your face kind of stuff. Um, I think that's it. I uh, there's one other feature here at the bottom, oh, yeah, and we love this. I love this feature <laughs> so much. This came with Android 7.1, so it wasn't at launch. Right, it came with 7.1. And it was one of those features that was exclusive to the Pixel phones yes. at the time for a short bit. yeah. It was a gesture that you could opt into called Moves, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it gives you the ability to use your fingerprint reader mm-hmm. on the back of your phone to just swipe down and pull down your notification bar it's, and see everything. It's so great. I remember showing this to you at the theater, dude. It blew my mind. Like, watch this. It flipped the phone around, and it's just scrolling that stuff down. That was something that sounds kind of like maybe we're making too much out of it. Yeah, But there is something about swiping down just to see what the message was or the next step. There's no – I think the best
1: thing about it for me is it's one hand only you don't have to because before yeah. it was you would unlock your phone and then i'm left-handed so i hold my right. phone my left hand and then i have to take my right hand my finger mm-hmm. and swipe down to see my notifications yeah this was just i'm already have my finger there to unlock the phone i just yeah. swipe down and it you is just there
0: pick the phone up and your fingers on it unlock oh, by the time so you flip it
1: it's just such a great design like and i missed it so i i have recently gone back to a phone we talked about this yeah. last episode i'm back on the 4a 5g mm-hmm. i was using the pixel 4xl which no fingerprint no fingerprint just face unlock which you know face unlock it was it was fine it worked great it was mm-hmm. fast it had the um the pixel 4 was uh they kind of uh hyped the fact of the like the infrared Camera or yeah. the radar. I forget what they called it, but it was very fast to unlock mm-hmm. face unlock. Uh, but I found myself really missing that just that little tiny swipe gesture to pull down my notifications. Yep. And Oh,
0: if you're following a game, you yep. could swipe down and see the score and then swipe away. Yep. And put it back in your pocket. Oh, it's yeah.
1: So great. I'm interested to see how that might change with um s- newer phone models that have finger- in display pr- in display fingerprint
0: i miss it so much yeah the last couple of phones i've used for reviews have in display fingerprint mm-hmm. and i miss it yeah um the closest you can kind of get to that is a lot of them offer gesture support sure. so you kind of swipe down yeah from anywhere on the home screen yep but what we're talking about, you could do from anywhere on your phone. Yes, you could be in your email. Yes, and swipe down to see the text that says, "Okay, heading out now." Right, and then swipe up. You know, okay. but yeah, I. That's one of those things where I never really felt like it was broken, and we don't need right. We, don't go fixing it. Yeah, you know, give me that. I, I'm a, I'm a fan of the rear fingerprint reader. Yeah, and that was one of the features as to why. Yeah. Uh, Luke, do you want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. All right. Um, we'll take a quick break here. And when we come back, we're going to talk about two phones. Yeah. Actually, three, technically. All right. Yep. Um, one, interestingly, we'll save it for the second half. But, uh, yeah, we'll come back and we'll talk about the Google Pixel, Pixel XL, mm-hmm. and the LG V20. Yeah. Right, we're back hey hey did you miss me
1: i did not oh
0: ooh, ooh burn ooh. no ooh, terrible get that <laughs> crap off of here i'm gonna have to edit that out nah you won't you're right <laughs> <laughs> all right let's talk phones all right so uh luke what was the first phone to run nougat version?
1: Ooh.
0: So kind of I, a trick question yeah
1: i know the answer And I think a lot of people listening are like, oh, yeah, obviously. The Pixel. Nope. Wrong.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The LG V20. It was. Hit the market a month earlier. Yeah. And was the first official phone to run Nougat. Mm -hmm. Now, it ran the 7.0 version. Yes. The Pixel would arrive a month or so later, and it had the 7.1 release. Which probably made it feel just more fully. A little more well rounded, yeah. With the daydream and the fingerprint, fingerprint, the gesture. So let's talk about the V twenty briefly. Sure. Uh, this phone arrived September sixth and was priced about six hundred and seventy to about eight thirty. Okay. Depending on where you got it. Okay. Um, not cheap. Not cheap. This was a tough sell, and I think at a point where LG started to maybe creep a little bit into its exploratory phases yeah of, let's try a new secondary display mm-hmm. the little ticker mm-hmm. um let's go with you know the flex remember the curve phone yeah and they they did a lot of things that was kind of like we can do these things we can yeah. make these things they had the rollable curve you know displays mm-hmm. and stuff that they still make yep but this is an interesting point because it starts to become the slow downward trajectory for LG. Right. Um, not to say that they didn't have some really cool phones in the V series and the G series. Absolutely. But sure. I don't think they did themselves any favor by getting into so many exploratory um, and like concept prototype kind of things. Sure. That uh, and just that high price point. It's, right. It's it's hard to play in that field. It is,
1: especially when you have, um, like you said, exploratory features and design.
0: There's a lot of yeah, and the, one of the things that they did here, and we'll get to that, is they did these you know hi-fi audio recorders and um, yeah, 24-bit DAC. You know these things where it was like if you record audio and you you know, use your device for film or video and things like that. You love it. But how many people are doing that? Well, that true.
1: And, but at the same time, if you are that person, are you trusting your phone to do that? Right. You already have probably dedicated hardware to do that anyway.
0: Yeah. So cameras, you know, aren't just megapixels but as we'll see it's the software capabilities yep. the image stabilization the upscaling the filters and effects and the digital smoothing and all these little things and LG did a great job of adding a lot of that to their devices but again it was it it seems so niche to me yeah and almost kind of like an abundance of things mm-hmm. where the average person just wants to open up their camera and snap a pic and be done. Right. And just because phones can now record 4K video, how many people are doing that? Right. You know, if you're a content creator or a blogger, vlogger, that type of thing, then, yeah, you might look for that. But at this time, it's kind of like, yeah, I don't need all that. Yeah. Um,
1: all that's doing from, from the most consumers is going, that's just taking up storage.
0: Yeah, like... Why would I shoot four K? You know how much that's going to eat up my storage on my phone, right? You know, but well, or, or they were doing it just not realizing it. You know, yeah. oh, I'm
1: shooting four K footage. Wait, my phone says it's full. What's going on?
0: Yeah, if you, yeah, I mean, you've got 64 gigabytes on this particular mm-hmm. model, and if you don't have a micro SD, that's not much space. No, not if you're shooting
1: four K video. Yeah, with you know high. High quality audio that's taking more yeah uh, more room anyway, um, but yeah. So specs on this: it had uh, a Snapdragon 820 quad core mm-hmm. processor at 2.2 gigahertz. It had a four gig four gigs of RAM, mm-hmm. um, 64 gig internal storage, micro SD up to two terabyte. So that's a ton of storage extra. Uh, those memory cards were not cheap. No, at that time. Yeah, I mean, they've might come be. down
0: a, a lot since then, but still. Yeah, at that point, you were probably buying a sixty four, one twenty eight, right, and feeling like that's eh, about all I really want to put into this.
1: Um, but this had a nice display. It was a five point seven inch, twenty five sixty by fourteen forty display, mm-hmm. and Gorilla Glass four. So it was a it was a nice sturdy display. Um, Camera-wise, it was a 16 megapixel and an 8 meg- megapixel rear, mm-hmm. and then on the front, so it is dual camera on the back, and in front was a 5 megapixel front camera. Yeah. Um, USB C charger uh, and a 3,200 milliamp battery with Quick Charge three.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, th- this has th- if. Th- If you bought a phone today that Mm -hmm. kind of came this Mm well-rounded, it would probably be more expensive.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm looking, I'm reading down
0: these specs going, this seems pretty good. Pretty, yeah. Well, and then I don't have it written down here, but this was also um, military-grade impact resistance. Oh, right, yeah. So the mil standard 810 g Yep. Uh, So it was designed to really do a lot and take a lot. Yep. And... It's that finding it, wanting to put the money into it and overcome like, well, I could always just go with the new Galaxy. Right. Or I could do Apple, you know, there's an, right. at this time of year right. it's iPhone season. Right. So
1: Well, and I think I think this phone probably would have done better if it wasn't for the next phone we're gonna talk about. Yep. Because I think this one got overshadowed by the Pixel. Yeah. And, it, you know, it was it was the new, exciting Google is making their phone again. Yeah. They're going back to, to making their
0: phone. So I remember I actually went to the event for this in San Francisco. Yeah. And I remember how at the time it felt like the message was much more about what Google and Google Assistant can do and sure. how you're gonna access that and this was really right around the time that um, the home mini right and smart speakers and just kind of like we're making a play for your home, and Google Assistant is going to be you know a, a key part of that yeah and I remember that um, this particular one had a feature. The Pixel had a feature that I didn't know that I would ever use. Mm. And I remember writing a piece about how I felt like it was kind of almost silly to have. Mm. But it was squeeze mm. to trigger the assistant. Yeah. So if you're holding your phone and you just squeeze the edges, yep. I came to use that so much. Yeah. More than just using my voice. Yeah. Like I just grabbed my phone and squeezed because I knew I was, what I was about to ask it was a question or right. uh, use Google assistant. Um, so yeah, this launched with uh, Android 7.1 and came in two versions. There was the pixel and then there was the pixel XL. And this is the line that they continue to do today. And yeah. as we record this, there's the pixel six mm-hmm. on the horizon. Right. Um specification wise these were nearly identical phones save for the screen size and battery yeah and it's interesting to look at what the bigger phone had yeah screen size yeah compare that or contrast that with today's device yeah uh spec wise um this has a qualcomm snapdragon 821 Hmm. which is just on paper, sounds like, hey, that's just that's a little bit newer. Better than yeah. the 820 that yeah. was in the LG. And interestingly enough, it's a quad-core as well, but 2.15 gigahertz. Right, so, so the clock speed is slightly slower. On that, yeah. But then I think when you factor in some of the other things that the phone's right. capabilities of with the, the AI stuff mm-hmm. and the camera technology mm-hmm. and uh, just the way that... Android runs, yeah. you know that's a negligible kind of thing, right? Um, but it, you know, obviously is a slightly uh, improved processor. Yep, clock speeds don't have to be everything, right? Uh, this was paired with four gigabytes of RAM mm-hmm. and came with thirty-two or one twenty-eight gigabytes of storage, right? Which seems kind of weird that they would skip sixty-four, right? Or not start with sixty-four, yeah? But one of the key features at the time was that uh, all of your photos would be backed up for life yes. at full resolution Yes. through Google Photos. So if you had a Pixel phone, you didn't have to worry ever about storage space. Nope, it was free. And they didn't do anything to compress or mm-hmm. you know, resize your photo. Now, even though when they do that, it still looks incredible. Right. But to say, no, I want to take... The photo that I took, and I want to do something with it, you know, post-editing on a computer or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 32 wasn't as bad as it sounded. Right. If you said, well, what about all my pictures? Don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Uh, 128 makes sense. Uh, keeps parity with what a lot of flagship phones were starting to right. have standard at the time. Um, no micro SD card, though. No. Just and that, internal storage. It was just like, I remember thinking that feels risky. Yeah. Because I've been conditioned for years to have that peace of mind. Have yeah. that like, well, here's where I've got some of my stuff saved. Yeah. Or it was, apps that are, you know, backed up. It was a known accessory purchase when you
1: got a new phone. Mm-hmm. So new phone, I need to get a case. I need a car charger if it's a different kind of mm-hmm. port. And I need an SD card. Yep. And this was like, oh, okay. Well, hopefully, where we're going, you don't need roads, right? Yeah,
0: (laughs) trust us. Yeah. Uh, This one also had a twelve point three megapixel rear camera, Mm -hmm. eight megapixel front camera, Mm -hmm. and I remember this camera had the uh, highest rating on a DX mark or DXO mark. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, that it was just the best phone camera on the market ever yeah period yeah and it's like that's a bold claim
1: I remember seeing photos of of those I remember seeing the photos taken by the phone yeah and going
0: oh my gosh yeah this looks incredible yep and it wasn't perfect you if you look back today no yeah you can see like if some Take a shot out in the wild and if somebody's hair is blowing, mm-hmm. it doesn't pick up, you know, it might blur around the hair and then also between spots not blur sure. it. Which, But generally speaking, uh, in, in good conditions, it was just stupendous. And I yeah. remember with the review unit having gone around and it was just fun mm-hmm. to take pictures yeah. of just things. Yeah, Because – switching it to portrait mode does wonders for things Mm -hmm. and i I, to to this day i still hold on to a pixel phone even i've got a 3a that i just used over the weekend to take photos Mm -hmm. because google does such an incredible job of the simple point and shoot and people see pictures and they're like how do you take these really good photos and i tell them it's not me yeah it's the camera, yeah. and I just put it on portrait mode. Yeah. I just shoot that, yeah. and it knows how to intuit distance between the subject and yeah. the background. And this is back at a time with just one camera. Yeah. They were doing really incredible things when other phones had, you know, two. Mm-hmm. and Sometimes three. Sometimes starting to creep into three. Mm-hmm. This phone also had a three and a half or three point five millimeter headphone jack. Right. And they made a big deal about it. I remember mm-hmm. at the time because the iPhone seven was the one that came out maybe. Yeah. Where they No headphone jack. Took it away. Yeah. And Google was like, haha, ours has one. Yeah. Fast forward to the future and now the standard pixel line doesn't have it. Yeah. Um it's always interesting to me when companies are want to point and laugh at other companies for making decisions and then do the same thing and then do the same thing and then don't feel like they should be held to some right scrutiny. Well,
1: and I think, you know, the, the reasoning is just the market changes and you have, you know, obviously Bluetooth is a lot better now and you Mm -hmm. have the ability to use, uh, you know, wireless technology for a lot of those connections, but it, it is interesting. Um, to see just an an ad being uh, put out saying ours is better because of this, and then mm-hmm. you know down the line it's
0: wait a second you
1: you just said
0: right well then you can actually flip the conversation around and say well we saw the trend coming first right we knew that the industry was changing right not we had a hand in it right but yeah we saw that before you did mm-hmm. so that's why we took it out right so. I mean, you go back to like removing a floppy disk drive from, sure. you know, Apple computers, and it's right. like, wow, how can you do that? That's such a stupid thing to do.
1: Well, I think I think um, for me, Apple has always done that, right? And mm-hmm. and the it's the intention and the impact on the consumer. Apple's is more of the this is the way the markets go and get on board. Yeah. And and Google has always, or for the most part, always been the. Hey now, now there's actually, good ways to, to do this. Mm-hmm. So we're taking it away because we feel like there's enough options that you you won't miss this. Yeah. Um, when Apple does it, it's a. You don't need it. If you buy this and this and this from us, it'll be fine. Right. Um, so I think that's the difference in, in my mind of the, you know, it's implemented later on, seemingly late by Google or yeah. other, um, lines, other carriers or manufacturers because, uh, it's, Hey, now it's not gonna, it's not going to impact your life as negatively because there are, there are options to accommodate this now.
0: Yep. And if you really need it, we have an accessory. Right. Yeah. We're happy to sell you Right. Uh, to get that. Uh, so the big difference between the Pixel and the Pixel XL mm-hmm. was that the standard came with a 5-inch display, yep. 1080p, yep. and the XL came in with this massive 5.5-inch yeah. <laughs> 5. 5 mm-hmm. uh, 1440 pixel. Yeah. And it's fun to think about that being a big screen. Right. And I remember feeling like reviewing both of them, it, it, it's like, this does feel a little bit more unwieldy and mm-hmm. almost cumbersome. Mm-hmm. And this half-inch doesn't sound like much, but, wow, look at these games. Yeah, look, When you open an email, I've got four more lines to my message. Well, and, and you had a better
1: resolution, too. Yeah. That
0: helps a lot. And if you're going with that VR, mm-hmm. then that's where you really kind of pick that up. Right. Uh Battery? 2770 mm-hmm. milliamp hours for the Pixel versus 3450. So you do need more battery to... Bigger screen. Push that bigger screen. Sure. And if you're going with a bigger overall design or form factor, you have the room to do that too. Right. Luke, do you remember doing very much uh, or spending much time with any of the original Pixel? Uh,
1: I spent a little bit of time with it,
0: yeah. Uh, I think for me, it was... The first time I could truly say Android felt cohesive. Yeah. And fully thought out. Yeah. And that was with the way the phone Mm -hmm. worked with Google Assistant because that was super smart. And really nowhere near it is today. Right. But it just felt right. Yeah. it was like, oh, this is what you're capable of if you keep everything under one house. Yes. And... It was I mean, it was HTC stuff, mm-hmm. really, you know, that they had just picked up sure prior to that. But I thought that the uh the pixel was just kinda like I you know what, I really like the Nexus stuff, but this just feels like a, a different animal. Yeah. And uh I've convinced more than a handful of people over the years to go pixel. Yeah and They they don't go back. Yeah. It's that stock launcher that's clean Android as it's intended. Yep. And it's just beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and and it continues to get that way. Yep. Uh would you have been more of a Pixel or XL kind of guy?
1: Uh I always tend towards the XL yeah. just because I do mobile gaming and mobile like video mm-hmm. watching and stuff and so mm-hmm. I I always like the more screen real estate. But, interestingly enough, I have found myself in, you know, maybe the past year going, I don't know if I really need that much more of a screen Mm -hmm. because I I like it to fit in my pocket easily.
0: Yeah. Well, they they still had a little bit of bezel at that time, and they weren't true edge to edge wraparound right. cameras were still above the screen mm-hmm. at that point. So you weren't even into the notch phase right. or the hole punch. Right. So they, they were longer. Yep. Um, yeah. And when you look at that has a 5.5 inch display. Yeah. But when you look at, let me pull up with the five a, which is the most recent one. Mm-hmm. And that is, you know, Within the last month or so, really yeah. kind of hit the ground. Uh, it's the biggest display that the A series has had, and really one of the biggest displays of any Pixel phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're talking about a 6.1 inch. <laughs> well, actually, the display, full screen display, is 6.34. Yeah, 6.1 tall. Uh, so huge compared to almost the, another the inch regular the yeah. original
1: Pixel XL.
0: Yeah, so. And, and that goes to the aspect ratio. Phones have right. gotten thinner. Right. And you're able to slide that camera in. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the price on these, I, I remember feeling like this feels right, but yeah. I wish it wasn't this yeah. high. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Pixel, the 32 gigabyte was 650 The 128 was $750. hmm And then you can go with the XL, which started at about 120 bucks more. Yeah at seven seventy and eight seventy. Right. And that was uh it was a tough call to make recommendations because I was I still had that hesitation on do I say thirty two is enough storage or right. do I recommend dropping an extra hundred bucks. Right. You know, to go basically double the storage or quadruple the storage. Right. Uh, I'm okay with I feel like 32, 64 maybe all I need in perpetuity now. Yeah. I mean, it really
1: comes down to what are you doing on your phone? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're, if you are a person that records a lot of video, I can definitely see the need for a bigger storage site. Or if you have a ton of applications and games, that stuff adds up. But Some really, of the games
0: are huge today.
1: Yeah, they are. They really are. But at the same time, Really, how many do you need to have on your device at one time? Right, you
0: know. Yeah, it, it's a. That's a. I feel like there's a whole conversation around that, mm-hmm. that that you could have on. Well, this is a. I mean, well, if that's the kind of person you are, then I'd be. Why don't you play consoles see, or? Yeah. Or are, are you a gaming phone person, and what is you know? Right. Why do you go with a gaming phone or? Right. Yeah. I'd be interested to see now
1: people that. Get the larger storage size on things. What does their storage percentage actually look like?
0: That's a good question. Are you buying it just for the peace of mind, or are you like, are you coming in at like seventy percent of that? Yeah, and kind of need it.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. That I mean, if, if you had one hundred twenty-eight gigs of storage and you use fifty percent, you're all already double the thirty-two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So it's it's interesting, you know. What, what goes into that size? I mean, obviously there's a little bit of the OS that is part of that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that storage size already, but that's not, that's negligible now yeah. as, as much as that. it used to be a problem. But, yeah. um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I would ever need anything more than 32 or 64. Yeah. And I was, I was one of the people that was like, I need the
0: biggest because what if, Right. Well, as you say that, I'm going to pull up my phone and just see where I am because I don't remember the last time I actually checked mm-hmm. the storage on my phone to see what I have. And now this particular phone that I'm using here is a OnePlus 8 Pro. So it is, you know, a year and a half old now. Um, I'm at 74 gigabytes used out mm. of 128. Okay. But... Eight of that is photos and videos and 22 gigabytes other apps. So, I mean, we're looking at, like, three gigabytes of Audible files mm-hmm. that I know I could clean up. Mm-hmm. Um, Chrome, little things like that that if you start to clean some of that up. Sure. And I just hit free up space, I'm sure it's going to take me down. Yeah. And then there's all these download files and everything else. So. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting at seventy four, and I'm, I've been reviewing a lot of games lately too. Mm-hmm. Like, so I've got things on here that I'm not even truly using. Yeah, I I don't, I don't know if I've, I don't know. Sixty four might be it. If I'm, with warnings, with sure. things that might say, hey, you're getting close. Yeah, but yeah, I mean,
1: I I'm actually using a lot more than I thought I was. So this, I'm on the four a five G. Yeah, it's one hundred and twenty eight gigs storage. I'm using fifty seven. Okay, so. It's like 32 gigs worth of apps storage now, yeah, and uh, nine, almost 10 gigs of games.
0: Some, yeah, and 10 gigs of video. But some of those are games that you're only on there to review, exactly. And as soon as you're done, that might free up two to five. Right,
1: and a lot of the video capture, a lot of that video is screen caps of
0: of, the games that you're reviewing.
1: So, but. That's still more than I thought I was using. Yeah. That's interesting. Hmm. The more you you know.
0: Yeah, if you got a 32-gig phone, then you'd be pulling your hair out. All right, man. I think that's it for me here. Yeah, dude. All right. So this was um, the Android 7 Mm -hmm. podcast, uh, deep dive into Android Nougat. And uh, we've only got a few more until we're done here. We've got... Major releases pretty much here on out are full round integers. Yep. And uh we've got Android twelve kind of looming on the horizon here in the next couple of weeks mm-hmm. with its official, you know, leave the beta stage and arrive with a device obviously likely with the right. Pixel Six. But um yeah, so next episode we'll be doing Android eight. Mm. Oreo, Oreo. So I got to get my notes in order. Yeah, for that before we we're not talking about. You're gonna tell cookies. us how to make Oreos? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll get it right next time. I promise. <laughs> All right, guys. I'll talk to you guys soon. Take it easy.